Hey everyone, welcome to another Cup of News episode with your hosts, Peter and Matt. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We appreciate your participation and tuning in every single week, every single bi-weekly even, or listen to our episodes or whatever it is. We really appreciate it. It gives us a lot of motivation if you guys like, share, or hit that five stars. It motivates us to keep on producing this high quality content and podcasting twice a week as we have been this year. Mm. Uh, com for anything related to us and merch. Our website is finally done, published. There's a lot of blog posts there. Check out our Facebook groups that we're engaging with. with. Same thing, Frontline Warriors. Check out We Are Frontline Warriors or We Are Frontline Warriors Club.com where you could read our blog posts about mindfulness, consciousness, and the movement that we're starting. And of course, vlogs are coming out every single week, so tune in for that. And a little surprise, we've got something we're working on, something big that's coming soon, so stay tuned for that. How you doing, Pete? Yeah, that was a mouthful, dude. That was a lot of stuff. It's a lot of advertisement there for us, huh? A lot of, <laughs> a lot of promos. Yeah, I know, right? There's a lot of things we're working on. But this episode, we're going to talk about Afghanistan. For all, those of you that don't know, Afghanistan is located between Turkey and Iran, and the U.S. recently have gave up on the war efforts in Afghanistan. And basically, we took out all our troops and all the U.S. citizens that were there and headed back to the United States. Yeah, I'm really excited about this episode of Breakdown, what's going on. Because this not, this hasn't been only happening for two decades. This goes way back mm-hmm. to the 70s and 80s. Afghanistan is a country that's valuable when it comes to minerals and resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, back I think the- lithium, right? Lithium, and they make a lot of opium. But low-key, I want to make it known that I wanted to wear, but Matt didn't want to wear, Ski Mask first episode. We show, totally should have wore Ski Mask first episode, but, but it is what it is. I just want to make that known because it would have been funny. Okay. <laughs> would have been but a lithium, good right? They got, they got lithium in Afghanistan. They have a lot of opium in Afghanistan, of course, oil. And I'm not sure that's why we entered in the first place. Right. But, you know, on, on, the, on the back end, but we've been there for a lot longer than 20 years. Yeah, and the Soviets started up in 1979 when they entered Advan- uh, Afghanistan and started a decade-long war. So there has been interest already in this country. Mm-hmm. The Soviets tried to establish communism in the people, but it did not work out. And uh, it's kind of funny how things play out because the United States had some funding to try to get the Soviets out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. But in return, we created terrorism or a more extreme source of terrorism. Yeah, and that's kind of kind of it, it sucks because usually when you enter a country like that, two things are going are going to happen. You know, you're going to to fund it, but the country's going to go one way or another way, and you can't really predict what the outcome is going to be even though we went there with our best intentions. So, like Matt said, we entered Afghanistan initially to fight off the the Soviet communism that was going on over there. And we happened to side with the Mujahideen, which was at that time time like the Afghanistani and um, rebel groups that are fighting also against the Soviet Union because they also want to control. Yeah, like guerrilla fighters, exactly. basically. And once we helped them, we basically, you know, we basically won that war, you could say, because the Soviet Union eventually left Afghanistan. But unfortunately, what happened was that the Taliban eventually took over because when we were fighting the Soviets, we weren't just fighting the Soviets with the Mujahideen. We were also fighting Soviets with, with other rebel groups. Secondly, we were funding them. And then once the Soviet Union left, all these other rebel groups were fighting for power because there was more than one rebel group. And what happened to happen was the Taliban took power and by accident, you could say, we helped fund the Taliban because we, because the United States and the Taliban were fighting against the Soviet Union. Yeah, and we also helped fund Al-Qaeda, mm-hmm. which is another branch that branched off from this uh, Mujahideen 
Mujahideen, yeah. right? And that was at, in 1979, and I think in, by 
Just crazy. And after we invaded the country, finally in 2004, January 26, we established an Afghanistan constitution. So we established democracy. And, but later we found out that that same president that was elected, Hamid Kazar, he ended up to be corrupt hmm. and he fled Afghanistan. So it, it just shows you, you know, what happens. And even, even um, adding... Um, but you know moving the timeline forward to what happened just now like you know we joe biden blamed everything on the afghan security forces for fleeing you know it's it's not only them that that caused the issue but also mm -hmm. afghan forces what were they fighting with for did they have money did they have ammunition ammunition how are they getting treated if it's already a tr uh, corrupt government to begin with yeah i mean the united states came with the in there with the goal of training everybody and putting a good system in place so that when they leave the military and the, the police would transition into power. That was, that was the main goal. And it just shows you that it wasn't very effective because they basically gave up within days and hours of the United States leaving. Yeah. As, as crazy as it sounds, the way I kind of envision it, because the Taliban people, they're basically nomads of that land and they prefer tribe. This is why it becomes corrupt because you have everybody that's trying to gain for power. If you have somebody that is off a tribe mentality and you put them into a centralized government, how do you not expect corruption to happen? Where that person is greed, not greedy, but he just wants the best for his tribe. Yeah, he just wants to impose like his tribal power, basically what they stand for into yeah. like the law of the land. Like, hey, I care about the West. Screw the city and everything else that's happening on this side type of yeah. type of deal. Yeah, man, it's, it's it's crazy, man. I still can't believe like how quickly they just took over either. If you guys seen the videos of the giant plane leaving and and there's Afghani citizens and people just trying to hold on and leave with them. I think I said people fell off the, the, the plane and died, which is crazy. Yeah. For for reference, we record episodes ahead of time. So this just happened two days ago when we're hearing the news of all of our troops withdrawing from Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So probably when they listen to this episode, there's going to be some extra information. But this is what we just, uh, the intel that we gathered from the history of Afghanistan mm -hmm. and the current news leading up to what just happened. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like... I'm not sure what the right way would have been. If I was like the president, I probably would have asked like the military and had them make a decision on it. Because yeah. if you remember, you know, Trump agreed with the Taliban to withdraw forces from Afghanistan uh, in like February 2020 or something like that. Yes, and, he did. Yeah, it, was, it was like a 14 month. month yeah, 14 agreement. month deal. And uh, President Joe Biden basically withdrew him a lot earlier than that which probably wouldn't make sense because I would probably try and stay the full length there just to make sure that everything is properly running, especially if you're not sure on what's going to happen. Why would you leave earlier than later? Yeah, I'm, th I'm thinking about the situation. You know, here we are, two nurses trying to come up with an opinion about mm -hmm. warfare and stuff. We played some good-ass video games, though, back in the day with the... Nothing to do with... War on terror. But yeah, but, you know, we had a little bit of battle tactic strategies there. I guess. I'm messing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but... Why did the withdrawal happen so bad? I yeah. was looking at different generals that actually did not approve of this because of what's going to happen and how quickly things are going to fall. Um, today, you know, Joe Biden made an announcement that he blamed it on the Afghani forces, for example. Mm -hmm. But there was intel that the military was saying that the generals from these soldiers were stealing their money. Mm -hmm. 
So if the government, whatever fundings America was giving to fund the military forces in Afghanistan to hold democracy, mm -hmm. they were taking from their own people, yeah. the higher ups, the government, the, the, the generals. So if you do that, you ins how, how can you boost the morale if you don't give them ammunition or whatever it is mm -hmm. and you're, you're running a shitty government? No wonder they're going to stand down and not protect their own country when the Taliban is coming. Because right. they know the Taliban, right? It goes back into religion and things like that. And this is why Afghanistan was a bad move to begin with. Look at the terrain of Afghanistan. It's rough. There's no highways and roads for our military Humvees and tanks to drive around with. It's all... It was like guerrilla warfare, like the like the in the mountains, like yeah. that one movie we even watched. Like I do something if like somebody bombs the World Trade Center, like what are you gonna do? In, of course, in this case, you know. And so it's like, what what would be the best choice after nine eleven? After somebody just destroyed a bunch of your buildings? Well, there's two instances, or there's two different scenarios. Because yes, we took care of the situation and we uh, bombed them, correct? So we took care of the targets. Terrorism is always going to exist. What you think we, we overstayed? Yeah, we overstayed. We tried to forcefully establish democracy on a group of people that don't believe in centralized governments to begin with. And they have been taken over by other countries multiple times. Right. We don't talk about the, the industrial military complex, what they're there for. What else are we doing in Afghanistan? Is that the only thing we're doing there? What about the other? Uh, we don't, but we don't know what they're doing. Are they mining yeah. uranium or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't it's know all Blackwater operations at that point. Yeah, who knows? And plus, like when we left, we didn't destroy all our Humvees and all. We left weapons there. That's another problem. So it's like, what are they going to do, do with these weapons and ammunition? They're probably either going to use them or sell them, right? So either way, they're profiting. And this is just a giant wheel of the military industrial complex. Yeah. Where this, well, what, imagine if the Taliban starts getting more power and using the weapons that we left there and starts taking over different countries or starts to go into like Iraq or Pakistan or, you know, Whatever countries are else are in the middle. Imagine they start messing with Turkey or something. Yeah. Did you send me a random video today yeah. of the Taliban working out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, man. They're lifting some. Uh -huh. They're on the treadmill or something. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of goofs because you know people don't work out like they do here. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and another thing is, if our media believes so much in American, like you know, America, freedom, and all this, why would we make ourselves look so bad as a country? We would probably just briefly talk about that. And then just sweep it underneath the rug, yeah, right? So what else is going on in like, the background, you know? Right, like China, dude. Do you think the Chinese government is going to bash themselves for looking bad and withdrawing and a bunch of Taliban are running behind a B-52 fortress bomber yeah. or, you know? Right. Like that just, the, the events don't play out. And yeah. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy and what happened didn't exist, but it's just... Something's fishy. What we, yeah, what we always do is we question the narrative, what's happening, why things want to be shown. Uh, just like you mentioned before the show, we talked a little bit about the industrial military complex. There has been years now that there isn't really major war. I know we're bombing a little bit in Africa and, you know, fighting terrorism and stuff, but like there hasn't been really much. Yeah. How can you stir the pot? Well, one scenario, and this is a hypothetical, if you're going to withdraw all these troops, you're going to arm the Taliban. They have all these, all this military gain now. Mm. Are we just going to go back up? Now we're going to say a month or a year later. Al-Qaeda is really starting, you know, to do things. They're going to different countries. They're using our own Humvees. Another reason to go back to war for something yeah. stupid. Yeah. And what's even crazier is that you got to realize that China doesn't meet with, with a lot of countries and nor does the Taliban. And it happens to be that a week ago. Drop that fact. Ago, yep. Yeah. A few weeks ago, China met with the Taliban officials. 
So imagine what's going to happen now. China is probably going to have a big, big play in the Middle East. They're probably going to help build the infrastructure in Afghanistan, oh, like yeah. the United States was doing, right? But it's going to be in China's favor now. Oh, so China's yeah. going to help them, and then for, and um, somehow Taiwan's going to end up helping China too. Not only that, but if you look back at from an economical standpoint of China, and if they're trying to kind of have the largest GDP. Look! Look exactly where that the famous Silk Road was. That Silk Road that's running. It goes, if in order to get into Europe, Turkey's there, but also Afghanistan, everything there. If you are cool with the government and you could just establish your super highway where you could transport goods, and materials, not only by ship but also by via the ground. Imagine that that. Yeah, and, I mean, and the only re- way to bridge Asia to Europe yeah. is through the Middle East. Yeah, like right now, probably ground. Like ground shipping probably takes the longest, but if they could develop some like hyper loop someone that can push these trains real fast and it just carries goods and products, that'll be that'll be wild. Because even Elon Musk is working on tunnels. So imagine there's like a giant tunnel just for transportation of goods from China to like the Middle East and from Middle East to Europe and on. That'd be crazy. It would be. Yeah. I'm not sure we have to do, do some like math on it because I'm not sure how much quicker like speed train could be compared to flying. Flying's still the quickest right now. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because if you're transporting tons and tons of material, the it's better to do it slower by by train because you can carry more because you can carry more mm-hmm. compared to fuel costs and things like true, that. True, true. Not only that, but if they care about the environment, they wouldn't want to put so much you know fumes yeah. into the air. And plus, all the futuristic movies you always see goods being delivered by like speed train or something, right? There's always some someone quick. You don't you don't really see planes as much anymore. And that might be why. But imagine that. Imagine it's like a giant hyperloop from. China all the way to Europe and going through the Middle East. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be interesting to see. Because the United States can't do that. Because think because we're on a different continent. It's a lot harder for us to do that kind of stuff than China. We can't, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're yeah. separated mm-hmm. from, the, from Europe. Yeah. I wonder how the Western Hemisphere compares to the size of the Eastern Hemisphere. The Eastern Hemisphere is a lot bigger, right? I, 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 don't, I don't know if you're asking me some crazy ass we should look into information. That. Let's get a geologist on and find that because, out. Because I'm thinking about like, what if the United States conquers the whole Western Hemisphere? And China conquers a whole Eastern Hemisphere. Which one would have better land or more land, right? Because like you see, Russia has a lot of land, but most of that land is, is garbage. You can't really do right. anything. Even though it's huge, most of that land isn't very available, bioavailable to grow like food or or whatever. It's just all like ice and desert. Yeah, right. I'm not sure hmm. what the main. When it comes to the Middle East, it's more you know strategic military bases set up there. You're protecting Europe against. Hmm two communist country in, in Asia. Um, as far as resources, the Silk Road, I really don't see why we're there other than that. Unless things that they don't disclose, you know? Yeah, who knows? And and we went from April 14th of 2021 is when Joe Biden said, hey, we're going to withdraw the troops. There was about 3,500 troops or so still in Afghanistan. And now we're looking at August 16th where... Kabul has been or Kabul has been overrun by the Tabal or Kabul and not Kabul, geez, the Taliban. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking about different conspiracy, dude. I'm thinking about <laughs> Freudian slip there about <laughs> something else, man. Yeah, man, that's it's still within days. Like I can't believe, like the Taliban had to be slowly moving back towards Kabul for like a long time for this to happen like this. And I, there's so much memes going on right now with the uh, with the Taliban in, in office. It, it's like it's, it's funny to look at. But if you really think about it, you're just like, holy shit, it's pretty crazy what just happened. Yeah, and the, and the big thing from here, it's um, this is very also similar to Vietnam, where mm. we... Saigon, was it? 
that's what it was called the city Saigon yeah in Vietnam um, where people were were basically on roofs getting airlifted by planes because it would, the United States did a bad job of extraction uh, potentially I'm not sure about that what I was referencing mm -hmm. more is um, the way we invaded Vietnam not knowing fully the fact of what's going on, we just decided, hey, our uh, ship got hit, let's just go, right? Yeah. And it was confirmed that later that wasn't even a thing. We just acted based on emotion and uh, poor intelligence. We kind of did the same thing with um, Iraq when it comes to we got to look for the weapons of mass destruction, correct? We yeah. couldn't confirm that they were there and still we couldn't find any weapons. Right. So what, what happened here is we have the same thing where we're just withdrawing from another country that we failed to establish democracy or whatever other agendas we had going there because yeah. Vietnam was a mess too and now and I'm talking about this because the Vietnam War we spent millions billions of dollars I'm not sure the facts but when it comes to the war on terror we were spending 300 million dollars a day yeah. that's, just a, that's just that's uh, just Afghanistan alone yeah that's not taking consideration like Libya and Syria and we have all these problems in our own country that we still haven't fixed, like homeless population, affordable health care, education, nursing ratios, nursing ratios, bridging the gap in our society to be functioning better. And we don't and we don't invest money in our own American people. But we have three hundred million dollars a day to throw into a freaking war. Right. That upsets you, man. Yeah, that's two trillion over 20 years. And that's just the 20 years since 9-11. Imagine how much we, we spent prior when we were fighting the Soviet Union there. And imagine how, how much the Taliban and all these rebel groups benefited from it. Because they're still in rule. We basically spent $300 million a day to make sure that the United States has word on what goes on in Afghanistan. Yeah. And look at that. Once that $300 million a day stopped coming in, look what happened. It, was, it almost feels like it was pointless. Right. We just came back. Just They just took right over. Yeah. I'm going to have to follow some people on Twitter that are on the uh, on the ground in Afghanistan to kind of find out more what's happening. Because you remember the whole conflict between Israel and Palestine? Yeah. But it's going to be so, hard because you can't have U.S. news reporters there anymore. There yeah, can't be any U.S. people there. You can find some people. on Twitter is a dumpster for stuff. True, Just like, people that post things. Yeah. But then you have to decide which one's actually accurate and which one's not. Yeah, of course. I wonder what's... Because I, I watched some videos um, about... The U.S. Embassy just being completely burned down and destroyed. And also schools being burned down and destroyed. And like somebody was saying that there's like no women on the streets because like the extremist Islamic law they're trying to oppose basically has no rights for women. But then we just saw a post. Just one saying, hour ago before yeah, the show. Saying what? That it was not going to be as strict or something like that? That they're going to respect women. Jeez, uh, what is it? R women law or not law, but... Um, Women's rights? Women, there we go, rights, that's the word, rights. Well, probably to a certain extent though, right? And it's hard for us to, to know because our only information coming out of that country is not going to be from our own journalists. It's going to be from just people there. But then imagine you recording something that the Taliban does want you to record and you die and your family gets killed. Yeah, it's, un know? it's unfortunate. That's, what, that's what's scary because they don't, and then the Taliban is also saying that they don't want to have any more negotiations until every non-Afghani person is out of the country. So they want the French soldiers and NATO people to leave as well. Yeah. They don't want any any military groups there, any like people from different countries that aren't they're, they're citizens. So imagine that. So they basically went back on an agreement because the agreement was that hey, we'll keep talking once we take our take the US military out of there. 
and we took him out and the Taliban's like, no, well, we don't want to talk anymore. Yeah, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Iraq, which is a country right next door to Afghanistan where we're doing our war on terrorism there because Joe Biden announced that at the end of 2021, he's going to stop combat missions in Iraq. Mm -hmm. What that means that we're not fully withdrawing our troops because we're still going to be training their military forces, supposedly. So same thing basically did in Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> same exact but, thing. But it didn't work out. So yeah. we'll see how it works out. We'll try out this country, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And now, like, speaking of the other wars, we're still in Libya. Uh, we're still in Syria. We're fighting ISIL there or, or ISIS. And that's like, it's, it's wild. And we're going to be there for a long time again. Because these wars, as you've seen, don't last a few years. They last decades. Yeah, and that's just a million-dollar question is, should we continue being this world police state where we have the right to establish democracies wherever and all that? Or should we withdraw a little bit and focus on our own American people? Because look at our culture here, like, just for a sec. There's just so much stuff happening, including there's a giant pandemic. Mm -hmm. Should we maybe invest this $300 million a day to something else? We can now, We I can guess. do a lot of work. Oh, you know what's been crazier, guys, is this is all on interest. So we've spent year to date almost $2 trillion, if not a little more, you know, plus or minus like a few percentage points, you know. But if this doesn't get paid off by 2050, this war total is going to be $6.8 I think that's more than our current debt. Dude, it's wild, man. That's, that's so much money. Imagine that. Imagine what we, we could have done with that. But then it's like, who, who knows what could have happened? Because it, it's one of those things where if we don't do it, who is going to take advantage of us not doing it and do it themselves? Because well, China's doing, doing the same come, thing. Yeah, well, you're talking about other countries yeah. that they could just come in and establish yeah. their own rule. So that's the thing. That's why it's always iffy. Like, should you have a really strong military? Because obviously, if you live in a perfect world, you wouldn't really need a military, right? But the world isn't perfect. So it's like, which country should have the strong military power so they could kind of be the peacekeepers? Because right now it's the, the U.S. and you guys say China's in second place. Right, yeah, but I don't know if they're peacekeepers exactly. Well, you know, we, we all, I guess everybody peacekeeps in their own way. Yeah, that's yeah. Where, yeah. They, they peacekeep by creating communism. Yeah. You know I, what I'm I said saying? peacekeeping because I know China and the U.S. are both going to accept that term. Yeah. You know? So I'm trying to be in the middle. You know, I'm trying to upset any country because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, mm -hmm. like I said, I want to wear the ski masks. If I don't say the wrong things, I got to watch my tone of voice because I don't want to offend any countries, dude. Yeah, because you don't know what happens in exactly. the future. Exactly, so peacekeepers. Which, everybody's a peacekeeper, dude. Yeah, you never know if you got to go from Peter to um, Pyongyang really quick, That's what right? I'm saying. I don't even know what that is, man. Create never, a passport. Never heard that in my life, dude. <laughs> uh, just to go over some human costs. Mm -hmm. We're not supposed to laugh during these episodes, I, bro. Now that you laugh, dude. Now that people are going to be upset. I know. But if you had a ski mask, you would have not known. No man. one would have known who it is. Yeah. So... Salute to all the American servicemen that died in Afghanistan. Thank you for your services, guys and women. As of April, there was 2,448 troops, 3,846 U.S. contractors, a.k.a. we pay of the military-industrial complex there. And when it comes to the Afghan National Military and Police, that totals 66,000 people. Damn. They're the ones that tried to create democracy and thought that it's going to be a better rule and, you know, didn't work out among the bombings and stuff. When it comes to NATO troops, 1,144. And NATO is basically most of Europe and America that are working together as one military branch, we could call that. There was over 47,000 Afghan civilians that passed away. Damn, dude. Taliban fighters, it was 51,000 that died. Aid workers, 444, and on top of that, 72 journalists that lost their life in Afghanistan. And you know that's just one country. Yeah. You know what's mind-blowing is 
the amount of civilians that died almost equates to the amount of the Taliban people that died. Isn't that crazy? Was it 47,000 compared to 51? Yeah. Holy we, shit. We, we're like one for one almost for killing a civilian to the Taliban. So how much, how much did we really do there? Yeah. How much good versus... But I'm curious on how much civilians the U.S. accidentally killed and how much the Taliban killed the citizens. Yeah. Oh, what about how much they were unreported? True. People that are still not found. Yeah, because imagine if you drop a couple bombs, you know. Mm. You, don't you, don't, know. you don't know the tale. Yeah. It's, man, it's crazy, dude. So, you know, here we are just scared, another man. war happening and hopefully we could prevent wars. Yeah, or at least learn from this one. Let's see what we did wrong and try to, you know, make those, those, those faults better. So maybe we could actually help a country grow and flourish because we seems like we really fucked up Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? Not to laugh or anything. We probably fucked that country up. And the Taliban too. Everybody fucked it up. Seems like. For, I, yeah. I never stepped foot there. But from the videos and stuff, it looks like, you know, it's not yeah. the best country to live in. And it's it's not only that that country, which is sad. It's Jordan, it's Yemen, mm-hmm. Syria, all these countries that were just... War-torn. Yeah, we're tearing apart by war, searching for terrorism. We should look into why there's so much war in the Middle East. Because it's obviously over something. It's not just over terrorism, because there's been always a war going on yeah. in the Middle East. I wanted to do that episode regarding Palestine and Israel. Mm. And we talked about it. I don't think we were just prepared to gather all this information and try to come up with it there's there's just so much history going behind it it's hard to like differentiate right from wrong we would need literally need somebody from palestine and tell their story maybe somebody from israel and tell their story and then decipher what the truth is yeah but even if you're never gonna figure out the truth i feel like because only people that know the truth are the people that are actually fighting this war both sides are going to say people are dying because people are dying you know it's just different perspective so somehow we got to get into like the CIA or somebody. Maybe we could find like a retired FBI agent or CIA agent that's willing to um, share if, story. If the podcast keeps on growing, we have more support. I'm down to mm. talk to an ex-CIA yeah. agent and stir the pot, figure out what's going on. Yeah. I know this is only a nursing podcast, but we love dwindling. And, you know, we haven't talked about war in a couple episodes already. <laughs> so it's nice. We, we have different interests. You know, nursing is amazing. We love conscious and all this, but... Sometimes when you talk about different topics like war, what's happening in the world, and, you know, you, you spark interest to it and you question things, you use your curiosity, come up with creative dialogues. Look at this whole episode we just talked about. We yeah. created so many different scenarios of what could have been. And we have no idea still. We, we don't know. We provided some fact, facts that are given to us, to the public, but that's all we know. And then we could just speculate. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. It's, just, it's like speculation. Like, you don't know... What's going on until you're the one doing it? 100%. There you have it, folks. We brought down the top, we broke down the topic of Afghanistan, what happened. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode and got some value, maybe questioned some things, maybe learned some history about what's happening. It's a very sad situation of what's happening. And moving forward in the next couple of days and weeks, things work out for the better, whatever that situation might be. Thank you for tuning in. See you guys on the next episode. Have a good day. Peace.